Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, back at it again with Tim. Uh, want to start it off by um, saying thank you all for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Tim, do say hello because Tim loves Hello, uh, Tim. Connor loves that part of it. Um, we do want to send our thoughts and prayers out to uh, Justin from ConCon's Cantina who fell and um, shattered both of his elbows. It was a nasty fall, man, and um, I'm just glad he's okay. They had, he had surgery. It's going to be you know a long road to recovery, but um, uh, man, we're thinking of you, and uh, I'm going to make sure I pop onto your podcast, and I'm going to make sure that I make fun of uh, Duncan McLeod because Connor McLeod is the best Highlander. But uh, do go check out uh, ConCon's Cantina. Go search them on YouTube because Sunday – um, he is dropping the video for um, his newest episodes where they're going over their favorite um, collectible items. Um, and they have a special guest host. Um, he's actually on a very big podcast that's in or a radio show that's in um, Florida. Like they're super popular and he's their producer. So he came on. I can't remember his name, but um, he now, is now when you say collectibles, is it specifically Star Wars collectibles or um, I'm not sure yet. I think it's okay. toys in general, but they are sticking closer to Star Wars so more towards that. OK, because I believe the guest host has like some older stuff that was from like first release, you know, from, Star okay. Wars type of stuff. Yeah. Oh, so nice. um, make sure to check them out. And the podcast will drop Monday. So check them out. ConCon's Cantina. Search them everywhere. YouTube and um, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, all right, so we're going to start off with uh, talking about something that's been popping up with the memes. Uh, I actually looked it up, Tim. So Fernando Tatis Jr. is uh, 14 years, $340 million. And the joke was is that Bobby Bonilla still has 15 years left on his deal because July 1st will be his next payment this year of $1.19 million. And here's the crazy part. So the thing that Tim doesn't know, I'm going to tell him after this part, but so this is sports related. So, you know, stick with us. This is actually kind of cool to learn. But um, Bobby Bonilla only was owed $5.3 million that last year. And after the end of all of this, he's going to make $29.3 million after all that because they didn't want to keep him that last year. And they didn't want to take a hit against the cap. That's just crazy to me because, I mean – I don't know, man. It's, it's shocking. So the deal that I wanted to tell Tim live in the podcast is people don't know about this. And, okay, so let me look it up real quick to confirm the name of the com- company. Um, so basically, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, basically, there's a company. What's it called? Okay, so it's called Big League Advance. Is this company that though? Wow. So in 2017, Big League Advance gave a total of $26 million to 77 baseball players, including Fernando Tatis. So when he was 20, so okay, they they, they say like that $340 million will not go to Tatis and it has nothing to do with to taxes. So it all won't go to him. When he was 22 and playing single-A baseball, he signed a contract with Big League Advance, a firm that invests in young athletes. The firm spreads its investments across dozens of athlete prospects by giving them upfront cash in exchange for a percentage of their future earnings. So basically, uh, 
they give they agree to give anywhere between one and twelve percent of their future MLB earnings. And they said the typical deal is for eight percent. So if his deal was for eight percent, they would make twenty seven point two million of his contract. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. It's it's basically you're playing the stock market, but instead of stocks, it's athletes. And you're banking that they make a, a big well, I guess actually not even that because you're not going to take the, I mean, the only reason way you wouldn't get paid is if the athlete has a career ending injury, um, you know, either in the, in the minor leagues well, or in the majors the early crazy, on. The craziest part is they're saying that, um, that he didn't even like, he wasn't even a top 40 prospect or anything when he did this. So I just, I just thought, um, I just thought it was really cool that I never even heard of this this type of thing, which makes sense because I, you know, yeah. you, you don't hear about that. You you usually hear about like um, uh, teams will like the part of their deal will be, look, if you wash out, we'll give you this much money if you never make yeah. it called up the big leagues, or um, we'll guarantee you this much, you know, because like NFL has started doing that, which they never did that as much. Usually it was a flat rate for everybody. But if you're a top 10 prospect, you're going to get a fat payout in the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, that's usually to hold you over for however long you're in the minor leagues kind of thing. So um, they call it a signing bonus. So you, would, you wouldn't think. But if you're a guy that's like top 200 and you're like Tatis, who when you see him in younger photos, he was a smaller kid. And a lot of these guys start to work out more. Uh, Tim's brother, who plays ball, just blew up when he was able to actually work out properly for what he was doing. You know, he was built like a ball player. And you see a lot of these guys. Barry Bonds was one who was a smaller dude before steroids. You could see him building up a little bit, you know, then steroids happen and then you blow up. But His head got huge. Right. And you see a lot of these guys, though, they start off skinny, they get bigger. Yep. Well, you know, a lot of these guys they build themselves up and then they get to that point where they're like a top, you know, top 20, top 30. So these yep. guys looking at the stats and going, look, this guy may be not in the top 40 right now, but he'll be in the top 40 within the next three or four years. That's a long-term investment. Oh, and yeah. obviously, obviously I would read the article and it said that they were like, yeah, it wasn't a guarantee, but look, it's paying off hit him right now for the contract is going to pay off every single person they invested in last uh, that year he was he was signed to it yeah no exactly and with those all you gotta do is kind of hit it big once every now and again with yeah. you know all of tatis and you're i don't know i'm not a mathematician but let's just do some what was it uh 340 million was his contract yep. um and let's just even if it was 10 if it was 10 percent it's, but I yes. don't think I think I think it's going to be lower. I think. Well, let's just let's eight, just use the average, like you said, the eight percent. It's twenty nine point three. <laughs> That's twenty nine point three. Eight percent is twenty seven point two. Twenty seven point two. Yeah. So twenty. So they probably so, they, they probably have fees and everything. Yeah. But they, let's just say a twenty five million 25 on his million. contract. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll take that. Yeah, that's enough and, to run and to run your think, company and reinvest in other players. And you got to think they probably have made money off of other people. So they yeah. literally, they literally could well, be, let's... you know, completely in the black. Now I just thought that was yeah. a cool little story. Cause that, cause everyone was saying he's not going to get all of it. And I'm like, what do they mean? He's not going to get all of it. 
I'm like, he earned it. And then I looked and I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. He freaking but did that. so that, so that on his contract, if, if you do 25 divided by 14, they're making 1.8 million a year just off of his contract. Yeah, exactly. Almost, almost 2 and, million and a year off more of than one likely, person. That alone right there will bankroll their people for doing their business and whatnot. So, oh yeah, you probably only have three or four agents it, who go around, and that's exactly. it. Exactly. That's what I say. On something like that, you really don't need a lot of people, especially nowadays with a lot of well, we've been accustomed to, you know, conference calling, you know, all the Zoom, Skype, any of WebEx, all of those ones where I mean, you, you can just, see a lot, <laughs> and just get a guy's. You get you get um, almost all the games. I well, I think all the games you could watch a live stream on them. You may have to pay for them, but that's a write off for these guys because this is their job. And you're gonna have one or two uh, guys there that are gonna put together some type of highlight video or just hey, I'm coming just to record um, Tatis or just to record these guys. Yeah. So instead of watching the whole game, oh, he only got three at bats. Well, I'm just I could just watch just those three at bats for the guy um and i know what pitch is coming and how he's gonna uh well and not even attack it not even um the craziest part for me is is when you break it down um how many scouts lost their jobs for whatever reason because of everything going on which minor league ball is coming back this year the seasons are going to be modified i believe because um from what i've heard uh, that was a part of some negotiation they did. That's why there's no NLDH this year. Um, the rumor is they're going to use that to their advantage. The next negotiation for the NLDH because the um, MLB, the owners want, um, they actually want the NLDH because obviously it saves their pitchers, stuff like that, you know, yeah. but uh, I mean, it, there's so much money involved. I think it's going to be crazy this year for, um, for the minor leagues because everyone's going to be getting back into shape and getting ready because there was a lot of injuries last year. There was a lot of um. Well, there's stuff. a lot of injuries across all sports last year. True, but I think some of it though is you got to think how many of these NFL players were just. I mean, like Gronk. Gronk was working out at home and recording before the Super Bowl. He recorded all of his workouts in one day by just changing his clothes when he was doing it. And, yeah, you know, a lot of guys are, are cutting corners because obviously it's not the same as it's, it's a little bit different. But, you know, I just wanted to bring that up. because I thought it was a cool little stat, you know, coming from that. I thought that was pretty cool. That's interesting. Um, the next thing. So um, Comic-Con has been canceled again uh, for in-person. Um, it's going to be virtual. Uh, and for those that don't know, uh, I don't think that it works well virtually because Basically, there's no exclusives. You know, everyone's going to get in. It, you know, I think they do at some times. They, they will limit who can get into certain things. Uh, one thing I do think is pretty awesome, which is along the same lines, um, South by Southwest, which Tim knows someone who has been to that to look for acts for our local fair. Um, a lot of these movie convention type places are actually getting better opportunities because you can actually buy a pass to watch all the movies. So 
I'm assuming they're probably going to still do passes where you get exclusives. You're probably going to be able to ask a question of someone because it's going to be a lot more inclusive. Um, I didn't look in the details, but I mean, it was bound to happen because everything else is closing. Mind you, uh, Alabama has just said that they will have full stadium when they play football this coming season. So, um, yeah, I don't know how any of that's going to work, but okay. Well, and I mean, with it as well, with these big conventions, it all depends on what state it's held in as well. You know, True. Um, which is why it's... the Niners had to play in Arizona at the end of the last season is because they were not yep. allowed to play in California. Well, they were the week before, but then the numbers went up. So that yeah. next week they weren't able <laughs> like, you know, like you said, and then they so... played the last two, two or three home games they played in Arizona. Yep. So. Yep. No, exactly. So, um, but like you said, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they, cause they did that last year. Correct. Last year it was virtual, but it wasn't as planned, I don't think, because last year, as we come up in five days, no, um, ten days will be official shutdown. Um, I believe last year they were like, oh, April is going to be the date, and they didn't pull the plug on it, I think, until actually like end of April, maybe May. So that that wasn't enough time. Like this way, they could probably plan it out better. You could probably have... Um, little events to to have. I know that some people are still doing stuff outside of Comic-Con, so the places that normally would host like live podcasts, things like that, they're going to try and do stuff, especially because um, we're going on a trip for our anniversary, and the place we're going to, I told the wife, you need to book a hotel ASAP because every single travel website that I've been going to is saying they're going to lift a lot of the restrictions officially march 15th so we're going the weekend of the 26th they go people are going to be booking stuff up like crazy like i don't even want to go out to eat or nothing like that i meant like just to be in this town i want to be there for cheap right now because the second that officially unlocks and opens up everything's gonna be expensive so who knows what they're gonna do outside of the actual i mean they even did um uh they were having events at the padres ballpark they legit had it for like three days. They were doing stuff. I think it ended up, I can't remember how they did it, but there was, they were doing stuff at Padre stadium. And I think one of them for Comic-Con was they had like a MLB, the show event where they basically had, you know, gaming stuff set up in the, some of the suites and whatnot. They were holding parties in the different suites. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty much wide open right now, but, um, I am excited, uh, I am excited to see what they actually do for it because that's something I would invest in. I would take time off just to stay home and go through everything to be live with it. Cause I mean, there's everything gets leaked. I mean, we have stuff on here that would normally you would be like, Oh my God, but literally it's just common knowledge now because you can't hide anything. No, exactly. And with, with the comic con now, where like you said, um, last year they probably couldn't plan it as well. Um, where this year logistically they could really get it, especially if you're doing um, passes to maybe you know bypasses to exclusive content or interviews or panels or whatnot. Or hey, we're gonna drop this trailer and this trailer. Or hey, this person's gonna be be here, but it's not gonna be broadcast to everyone. We want it to still be um, you know like a an intimate or oh, as intimate as it can be. Um, event where it's not just 
shoot before this would be a huge panel because you know i had to go down there i had to get the pass i had to get in line you know all these things where now if i just log on to zoom and it's a room with you know ten thousand people yeah it's not that not as intimate as it was but if you're like hey you gotta buy a pass and with that pass here's you know we'll send you the link right before and it's a link just like on anything just specific for you or you can't share the link because whoever the first person that uses it, it's the link is dead um, on it. So uh, we'll, we'll see how, how it goes, but I think it'll be good, especially they had enough time to, to plan it out um, logistically. Yeah. It'll be fun to see how they work it out because you know, so um, I don't know if you know this. So one of our friends, uh, did the music for some sort of anime thingy. I can't remember what it was. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Kyle. Yeah. And he was getting passes to San Diego Comic-Con and never went because was, it, wasn't, it wasn't what it was now. This was, was like right after we got to high school. It was like 04, 05, I think, is when he said it was going down. Yep. And my dream was to go. And this kind of gives you the opportunity to. And I know it's not the same. I know it's different. But for me personally, I feel like this gives people who would never have the chance to get a sit in on it and get the, oh my gosh, because, you know, uh, there's nothing after Endgame, there's no real superhero crazy thing happening that's going to be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, like I think the last big one was um, the Comic Con where they na- announced that um, Herschel Ali was going to play Blade in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And no one knew why he was up on the stage with all the Marvel people. And they're like, what is he doing there? And he freaking pulls out a blade hat and puts it on. And everyone's like, oh, my God. And then blade flashes behind him like that. I'm getting chills now thinking about how cool that must have been in person to have like this sudden reveal. Like because people all the time show up to these panels that are sitting up there that are doing interviews that are like famous people because they're they're nerds just like everybody else. And. So I think this being online is just going to make it virtual while it does suck. I think it's kind of an awesome experience for anyone who can't get there. Did it say, um, okay, uh, Comic-Con will begin on July 22nd and end on July 25th. Mm -hmm. So I was just curious to see when, uh, how far out it is. Now, is that normally when it happens? I I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. in July. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's um uh it's normally about that time. I think it fluctuates a little bit. Like I think it sometimes it's it's a little bit um a little bit earlier, I think. Probably depending on how the weekends are. However, weekend depending is. depending on everything falls correct. Yeah. I believe it's a little bit different every year, but um I'm just, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of the stuff, uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just excited for it because, well, and, and like you said, you, know. you brought up the perfect, um, you know, kind of segue into this comic con, maybe, you know, like for you, it'd be, it'd be a good drive to get down there. I mean, it'd be less than a day, but it'd still be a good day because you're not going to Disneyland. You're going an hour and a half 
south of of Disneyland, right? Or, or a good hour south of Disneyland, and and you have um, to get there. Uh, you have to. The, this is what people don't know. I, you know, if you ever go to a big convention or something like that, most of these hotels, the only way you're going to get into them is if you book two days before. Yep. And that's the only way you're going to get in there because they're smart. They go look. They're only going to be here for maybe one or two days because people don't go to every single day. Yep. So if you're only there one or two days, they're not going to make as much money as if you just say, hey, look, you have to book these many days. And yep. people are, are like, yeah, I'll do that. That's no big deal because yep, it's exactly. not a big deal. And, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, unless do you want to drive an hour to, to get there from a hotel that's, you know, yeah, you may save a couple bucks on it, but it's not going to be anywhere close to it. Exactly. Um, but but like you're saying, it's a perfect segue into getting kind of into Comic Con is doing, you know, not being there in person or yeah. hey, I'll check this out. You know, maybe they'll have some free stuff. Maybe there's some paid stuff. I like that. Maybe, you know, I'll, I'll pay to see that. And hey, you know what? This is this is pretty cool. Maybe ne- maybe next year they'll do a, an in-person or and a virtual as well, and you're making twice the money on that because you're getting the people that went there and paid for it. All the panels are recorded because you see the video, you know, almost instantly afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, a week later they put it all up. Hey, you weren't here, but if you pay, you know, 10 bucks or whatnot, I, you know, I don't know, you could, <laughs> you could get it. But shoot, then that way you get, you're double and, dipping right and there. The crazy part is, is like I've been watching some of these different movie ones, and um, one of the ones at the time I wasn't able to to go to watch it, but it was twenty bucks or twenty five bucks for a basic pass, and you got access to like nineteen movies. If you watched five of those movies, you're paying five dollars for a movie. That's not bad. And then I think the VIP they had like one that was like eighty bucks. Where I got you got like priority to watch certain ones or certain ones were only on this one list. And I was yep. kind of like, I mean, this is more than worth it. I, I would happily, you know what I mean? Yep. It's 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 great. No, it, it, exa- exactly. So the next thing we have, um uh this one's not a shocker to me because as we've said multiple times, we constantly are mentioning um, basically, like Toys R Us, how they screwed up, kind of thing. Um, but fries last week, fries last week. So we have this week. We have um, Disney is closing sixty stores. Um, not a real shocker to me. I'm sorry, because let's just say they're probably making a lot more money off of the internet. ShopDisney.com. It's literally, you know, the only time that we go to the Disney store, me personally, is when we're leaving Disney. And even then, we go to the Walmarts by Disneyland because they usually have the great stuff you can get for souvenirs and whatnot. Or, exactly. Or you, I don't know, it, it's it's hard to explain. Like, you know, it, it they, they're not making money there. There's no more nostalgia. Like, I, I remember being the kid going by the mall store and going, dad, yep. dad, mom, mom, we got to go in there. We got to go in there. Yep. That's not the case anymore. It's, no. it's not like that. Exactly. And the only way that they really, what I've noticed probably the past year or so to get you in there is they'll have exclusive merchandise. That's yes. only released in selected Disney stores. And, I and once, you, once and they you, get in, <laughs> they get in there and they sell out right away because yes. 
all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, you walk by the Disney store one day, there's nothing going on. The next day there's people lined up, which is, you know, usually grown adults um, lined up for the Disney store. It's like, oh, they must have a release and they sell out in no time. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, then it's back to, to business as usual. Exactly. And usually people, the only thing you see people fighting over is the keys that they get that people <laughs> get when they go there. And the, yep, it, exactly. Now I, it's, I mean, how long has the one in the mall up by you been? I haven't even been, I haven't been to that mall in probably 12 years. So man, it's been, it's been there we, we, since before we were in high school. So yeah. It's over, it's over 20 years. I mean, is it, is it still open? Um, yeah, they're doing this weird thing at the mall where basically like, depending on the store, cause some, uh, some store can say, Oh no, we don't want, we don't want you in here. And it's like, all right, whatever, yeah. no, big, no big deal. You know, I'm not going to freak out if you say no, but yeah. you know, yeah, it, it's, uh, huh, yeah, it's one of those things where you're just like, um, y- yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't really need to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like I don't need to go there to get anything. It's not like I'm in desperate need of going to the mall. The mall is not, the mall is not a logical thing anymore. You know what I mean? No, exactly. It's not, it's not a a logical, it's not a logical type thing anymore. No. And the thing is, is like I said, they get the only reason why people will go there is because, they had the exclusive uh, content there, merchandise there. Well, now they do that all the time on Shop Disney, uh, and I know there's they have problems with that. But so why do you even need to do that at the stores? And yep. I mean, think about it on on Shop you know, to open up the store, you're going to have to have people there manning it. You know, cash registers, making sure people aren't going crazy there. Shop Disney, what do you got? You got no nobody. It's through a computer system. You have yep. people in the warehouses already shipping. You don't have to bring in more people. Uh, all what they're doing is taking, oh, we got this in. Okay, well, guess what? It's probably already pretty much boxed up. Throw it in this order. Packing slip. See you later. Gone. So you're saving yeah. a, a lot of money with that. Exactly. And that's the thing, like, that's the one thing that I've kind of learned uh, with going shopping. Um, people don't, a lot of people don't believe me, but if, if you look, look at um, when you go into, when you go into Costco, 95% of the Costco's, all of a sudden you start losing reception. Do you, you ever wonder why? Well, it's because Amazon has an app where you can literally scan. There's also apps out there that will scan you and tell you where to get everything for cheaper. So it's yep. kind of like they know what's going on. They, they, they're, and I'm not, I'm not going against them. I'm not saying anything negative about them. I'm just saying they know what's up. So what do they do? They change everything. You know what I mean? Yep. So what's the best thing to do? Adios. No more, no more of this. So I'm fine with it. I think that uh, uh, things are going to change probably again once everything starts to reopen. They might do some sort of – and maybe – you know what I was thinking right now? What if those Target Disney thingies were a test? Well, see- uh, it's funny that you mentioned that in this article. I was trying to see if I could find a list of them. Right. It says 
the decision to close Disney store locations is unrelated to the miniature Disney target stores found over sure, 50 targets. Sure. 50 <laughs> so, targets and 60 stores closing. Not well, a coincidence. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not, I read that as none of the target Disney stores will be closing. Right. But what I'm saying is what if them being, in they're, they're replacing. Yeah. They're replacing, oh yeah. Exactly. And it's at least on this article that I pulled up, it says, um, uh, has not stated which locations are being looked at to close. No, they be... won't. They won't do that because they can't do that. If they do that now, there's just going to be that you don't want to put someone, you know, in in that spot. No, 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 exactly. But the weird thing is, is I wonder, and I'm sure somebody will do it. Is what store, what Disney stores close versus is there a close, like you said, Target Disney store nearby? Right. And I have a feeling there's not. And that's why that's that's why they're like, oh, you know what? These ones are doing great. Let's just go ahead and just deal with it kind of thing. Yeah. Nope. exactly. So, I mean, well, good luck to those who, you know, are not, you know, financially secure, you know, and hopefully fingers crossed, you know, uh, praying for everyone out there who this is going to affect because it probably won't be as many as you think, because I know a lot of people, the big thing um, when Disney decided to stop um being open and when they were talking to people was oh um you know if you guys get another job please tell someone because then you could quit and you're yeah. not gonna someone's not gonna lose their job kind of thing which is i think it's kind of important right so, no, it, exactly yeah. well and you know normally we kind of start out the podcast with you know people have passed away uh, right nobody's passed away but uh except for comic-con going virtual and 60 yeah. Disney stores. So that's our, um, I guess it's better than an actual life being lost. So. Yes, it is a hundred percent. And you know, uh, that for, for me personally, you know, I'm grateful that we haven't lost anyone of, of in, in our minds. Some, some people, um, there have been some deaths, but I just didn't see anything that would pertain to the podcast as type of thing. So, right. Yep. Um, so the next thing we have now, I'm excited for this. And then there was a funny article I saw today or yesterday about the fact that, so this we're, we're talking about next is um, coming to America too. Uh, it's coming out March 5th on Amazon wow. prime video. Um, and Eddie Murphy did a thing. And basically they're like, you know, Louis Anderson, man, you guys found him like right into the start of his career. And Eddie Murphy was like, yeah, you, you know, I'd seen his stuff. I thought he was really funny. But um, we legit just hired him because we needed to hire a white guy. And that was why they hired him. And I'm like, that's hilarious. They're like, and they flat out said that it was not not too black, but they were like in the current you know, climate, in that climate then, they were like, you need to have someone that's not black in the movie. And I just thought it was crazy that Louis Anderson who is like Im- infamous for that movie now being that that guy in that in, in the um uh, was it McDowell's yep. um that he was the, basically he was, the, he was the token white guy right and so i just thought it was really really cool because you know he he, he didn't do it you know obviously that's going to be the topic cuz that's everything everyone wants to talk about but i just thought it was pretty pretty cool like you know just them talking about it and i'm excited for it because Coming to America is a great movie. The premise of this one is phenomenal. And yes. I'm just hoping that, um, you know, Eddie Murphy gets back into his his form of comedy. And, you know, uh, I miss well, Eddie Murphy. 
and and with the supporting cast in it as well from the previous movie and um with n- you know newer casting yes uh, in, in it or newer characters in it uh i'm hoping you know i hope not all the funny parts are in the trailer i doubt it will be because knowing him, how, how it is because it be. if not it will get slaughtered by the critics and everyone will be very it, disappointed. It has, there has been a lot more, um, like, there's been a lot more criticisms because people are just more observant and they're watching everything a lot more. So I do, yeah, I get that. That makes sense. I would, yeah. I, I would agree with you 100% that, um, it's something that, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to be the, the guy that. <laughs> exactly. And I, and I forgot on this one, on this, uh, uh, coming to america uh that it was slated to be released in theaters originally then with covid and everything um amazon bought the theatrical rights to it and went that way so it wasn't a made for and i completely forgot about this it wasn't a made for direct to amazon it was supposed to be in the movie theaters last year but with everything going on which um, Amazon can still release it in theaters because they they've done that um the big sick is one that uh, Kumail Nanjiani did that was bought by Amazon that had a multi theater release. Yeah, so, no, no, exactly. And they but... probably will release it um, in the minimum. I think it's like 1200 theaters. You have to have it in, in order to, to get, um, get considered for an Oscar or yeah. for any awards. So yeah. um, I hope, hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed they do. Cause I, I think it's going to be amazing and I'm excited for it. Which the, I mean, the nice thing about that is, is at at least from my perspective, is that it's going to be like, not to say that a lot of them that go to, you know, you know, Amazon or Netflix or whatnot, they just don't seem to have that big movie feel to them, I guess yeah. you could say it. Not to say all of them, but most of them, just because, I mean, think about it, you're not getting out to a theater where you could draw people in, where, hey, right. you gotta have that type of um, subscription to watch it where this one hopefully um you know will will be good since it was originally slated to to come out in in theaters yeah exactly so i mean fingers crossed you never you never know what could happen but well um, i i know what i will be watching tomorrow night when i get home from work hey same here it'll be the weekly night nightly little we've been trying to spend more time watching little things like that together because i think it's kind of good it's kind of important right um but and the, uh, and the, and the spouses the, thing. the significant others like it too yes they do so, <laughs> and then and then we'll just come on and talk about it well I'll, I'll, what i'll do is <laughs> i'll text tim and we'll start at the same time <laughs> there you go i'm we'll ready set and <laughs> go uh, but make sure we got interrupted there, but make sure you go to our link tree if you're going to be watching it or what you're looking forward to movie wise. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming um, has all of our links there to every, everything you can think of is there. So go there. Um, next, we're going to talk about. So Tim pre-ordered this. He, he is. I don't even know if he knows what it's about, but um, we have. uh Dr. Disrespect, those of you who don't know him, he's a streamer, funny streamer. He has had some controversy in his life, so it's not like he is um, infallible, but um, he is releasing a book, basically, that um, is uh, Tim doesn't know. What, what is it, Tim? comes out March 20th. 
Yeah, it comes out March 20th. It's called uh, Violent Speed Momentum. Um, Which and... that's, what he, that's what he says when he's playing. It's violence. Yeah, exactly. And, and the cover Momentum. of it is is reminiscent of the All the Tiger Woods book where it's just a uh, facial profile of him in his um, gaming gear. Okay. Uh, so it's actually, it's it's pretty cool. Um, but it's uh, basically just... Uh, you know, sharing never before told stories about his career as a streamer. Um, he began in 2010, mostly playing Call of Duty. Uh, and the, the disrespect character kind of came from him, like disrespecting other players. And then he just put doctor in front of it because, you know, if you put doctor in front of anything, it, it's it's cool. Um, and uh, his really didn't t- his career really didn't take off until like 2015 when it really right. got got hot and heavy but i mean he was doing it way before you know 5 years before then and the funny thing is is he started this character after he left um sledgehammer games so he was yes. a, a designer a level designer and community manager so Which he, he actually <laughs> um he actually will accept challenges from uh gaming companies to make he will make games like levels he actually did that for i think tarkov or one of those he made a level for them yeah so i mean he's not just some guy that just hit it big and he's got a crazy persona when he games um he came from from the industry so he knows what he's talking about um and he uh stands at six foot eight so he's a uh, a a tall drink of water yeah he is Um, a big boy and, and it was funny last year i didn't know this last year well i guess it would be 2019 not last year um he had a deal that uh created an animated tv series based on his character so i couldn't find anything more on that besides that he inked the deal but uh i think that would be pretty cool the one thing in the article that it did mention that i kind of pulled this from or multiple articles is that like you said as before he's had had controversy and we've talked about it in previous episodes or whatnot so you know don't need to if you don't know then google it um that even though this is kind of a memoir and it's told in his persona so you got to read it like him which i think is going to be fantastic um they said they doubt it'll touch or won't go into great detail if any detail about you know him leaving or, or you know what happened with with Twitch and or and now with him on on YouTube. Right. So it's not which you know I don't blame him for it. I mean especially if this is a a book and he hasn't come out and said anything. I mean if you want to sell a whole bunch of copies you say hey, I'm going to tell you what happened, you know, in, in my words or whatnot. So uh I I don't expect that to be it, but I just like him and his persona and everything, so I pre-ordered it um it'll show up on my doorstep that that day of and you hope um, you don't know it might not well yeah but uh yeah so and and like i said the best thing is is when i was reading through the article is it's it's told in his persona right so you got to take that that into account so it should be which i've seen i've seen him like if you've never watched his video where I mean, okay, I'll say what happened. So he cheated on his wife with a, uh, another streamer, and um, he broke down and cried. Like, he cut the persona. He was himself. So you know what he is like in real life. And just, you know, the mustache is real. 
that is actually on his face. Um, I need to show the wife that every once in a while to be like, look, you know, I could be, I could have this on my face, but right. I don't cause I love you. Well, you should just uh, then just grow your hair out like his and it'll, we'll make a, it'll be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, I'm excited to well to see, see how the, um, uh, how it works out because if it's a good book, you know, you never know. Cause I, I know what he's doing. He's trying to build himself, you know, a following, outside of the gaming community because that's that's what everyone needs to do now because now everyone's streaming tim and i stream we're not popular we're not crazy but everyone streams now and everyone's starting to have their own gimmick and what they um you know is their quote-unquote thing so he's already got the popularity now yep. all he has to do capitalize yeah, on it exactly so and you, and you get a lot of i mean you get a lot of people not necessarily streaming but that reach out and um, you know, lend their likeness, whether it's they do a book or you see, I mean, how many rappers now have some type of alcohol um, that that they back or that they say they they create or lend their likeness to, whether it's, uh, right. you know, a hard liquor, a spirit or a wine or, uh, you know, a beer or anything like that. So it's more kind of diversifying. But, you know, then again, you got to strike while the iron's hot as well. Yeah, exactly. So well, we're going to see how that goes, and Tim will let us know about that. Um, the next one is just kind of a quick thingy. It is what it is. Um, the Simpsons uh, got renewed for two more seasons. Um, I did think that was kind of weird, the way they announced it. Um, I think people were waiting to hear because of the controversy behind the um, the the documentary, The Problem with Apu, and um, they were trying to figure out what they were going to do uh with basically with him as a character and um you know Hank Azaria is a white man they didn't want him pretending anymore and, and Hank Azaria said you know I, I don't want to portray the characters anymore who are of you know ethnicities that I am not which I'm fine with 100% I just think they were probably waiting to see the reaction people had to whoever they had casted things like that before they decided to renew them or not um, so, uh, they have renewed it for two more seasons, um, which doesn't mean anything because technically, um, what was renewed for two seasons, something was just, oh, Tosh.0 was just renewed for two seasons and, um, no longer is renewed for two seasons. It's canceled now. So yeah. Oh, so, uh, poor Tosh. <laughs> but, and with the Simpsons, I mean, that takes them through, I forgot. It's like 740 episodes. Yep. Um, like that, on the yeah. two seasons. And I, I think there's 700 episodes coming up, I want to say in a couple months or something like that, or maybe the end of this month. I can't remember, but I know it was it was soon. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Um, honestly, I'm stoked for it because I haven't watched it in a while and I need something to get back into. So uh, that will probably be my little segue into trying to get back into it that way i can i don't know have some fun and um you know i like i like the simpsons for the longest time and you know the south park gag of simpsons did it was always that brought me back there for a minute i always thought that was funny but uh we'll we'll see what happens here because um uh, the sky, the the possibilities are endless. Whether or not they want to keep going, or they want to end it, how they want to end it, if they want to end it on their terms or not. So, um, yeah, we'll see. And 
fingers crossed that it they don't screw the pooch on this one. Right. Um, the next one was one thing that I was kind of mentioning earlier, how normally this would be like a, oh my gosh. Um, so Ewan McGregor will be playing the character of Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Cassian Andor show. Now, for me, that's big because we don't know how long before the how long the this show takes place in re, in in reference to uh, Rogue One because Rogue One is basically where we learn of Cassian, and he said he's been fighting it all of his life, so. I don't know if it's going to be right before 10 years before. We don't know. And the reason why I want to know is because Obi-Wan is supposedly on Tatooine. So for me personally, I think this is not, that's not what's, it's going to be taking place far enough ahead to where we can explain why Obi-Wan is going to be involved in this. But that is one that it was kind of like, well, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. So Yeah. Here we go. You know, I'm not shocked by it, but I was just kind of like, that's kind of weird that you would mention like your biggest person is going to be on this show. It's just kind of crazy. So, yeah. And who, how how did that come out? How did it break? Was it a, somebody tweeted it or it was just in an article? They just just they in just, an article. Okay. It was in an article and it was and, and I was like, oh, yeah. this can't be real. And then no, sure enough, it started and mentioning it starts, stuff. And yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I go if if it, if it works with the 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 story, I'm all for it. That's what I don't want though is I don't want it to not work with the story because that's what's going to happen is, is oh yeah, this is what's happening and then all of a sudden no, it doesn't work with the story. So you're like, yeah. well, dang it. Now <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Right. You know? Um so the next one um is I don't know. Tim hasn't watched the trailer. I watched it. It's without remorse. It's with Michael B. Jordan. It's an amazing premise. And basically the trailer, this doesn't spoil anything. The trailer establishes that basically this guy is a cop and he guys come into his house. His wife is killed and he kills all three guys that came in and they're like, um, how did he, he goes, he goes, we need to figure out this out. And the, the lady goes, yeah, you better. Because if he comes out of this alive, they're going to be, they're going to regret it. He basically was special forces, the most talented person on the force. And it's basically one of those revenge, you know, take it out. I love Michael B. Jordan. I'll watch anything he's in. So I'm excited for it. Um, ever since his Killmonger, I've been team, um, I've been team Michael B. Jordan this whole entire time because he's that good. And I appreciate him so much for what he does. All right. Another interruption. Work is busy. I'm crazy. I have to, hand, I have to answer it. I can't ever let I answer it. But um, so we were talking about without remorse, going to see it. Um, and like I said, it's basically he's special forces. He gets revenge. Um, it looks really interesting, especially how calm he moves around. Seems very ninja-esque. You know, we'll see. The next one, though, is what I'm most excited for is the uh, Neil Bloomkamp is uh, writing the sixth sequel to District 9 called District 10. District 9 was like one of the very first ones that I watched that was like um, like sci-fi-ish. But, you know, it's not that it had a low budget, 
but that you could tell the budget was not I wouldn't even say lacking. It just felt like very indie and fun. It was chappy before chappy was the thing. Um, and so I really, I just really, 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 really loved District Nine. And I don't even know. I mean, I'm I. Who knows what they could do with District Ten? Have you ever seen District Nine? No, I have not. Oh man, dude, you're missing out. So basically, District Nine <laughs> is this alien spaceship shows up, and it's like refugees. <laughs> Was that the one that was supposed to be kind of like the Halo movie, but then like it got changed no. or something like that? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. This one is like um, you can get infected by these things, and it's just it's just an amazing movie. I yeah, I mean, I, I haven't. I mean, I know the premise of it. I just never, never saw it. I mean, those kind of just not my cup of tea, to be honest. Uh, you, I think you would like it. It's fun. Okay, it's really fun. So I'm excited for that. Um, this one, a bunch of stuff happened because of this next topic. So they are going to be the the Superman. They're going to reboot Superman with uh, I don't know how to say this, but it looks like it's Tanahisi Coates and J.J. Abrams. Now the reason why I got led to this was because I saw an article that said that um, uh, what's his face who played Superman? I can't remember his name now. He plays Gareth. Christopher in, Reeve. No. He oh. plays Gareth in um, The Witcher. Um, I'm going to think of it in a minute because my brain doesn't want to work right now. But he was saying, oh, I want to be in the Marvel Universe. And everyone's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Why are you gonna, how are you going to be in the Well, And then all of a sudden this came out and they're probably going to recast it and everything. So then I was like, oh, man. Um this is Henry gonna, Cavill. Henry Cavill. That's who it is. It's going to be very interesting. So they are rebooting it. So who knows what's going to happen with that? And then um, my favorite thing that happened was we talked about how good Superman and Lois was doing. It's already been renewed for season two by CW. That's how good it's doing. I don't think I've seen a show have this few many episodes and then get renewed by the CW this fast. You know, usually it's at the end of the season. They'll do three, two or three more seasons on top of that. This one's like, nope, season two already. I think it's only had two episodes out. It's that good. And there's that popular on the network. Well, I mean, once again, I mean, you just got to strike while the, while the iron's hot. Exactly. And, and get it going. Now, now the thing is, is hopefully with the rest of, you know, season one, that it doesn't kind of, dwindle off and then nobody watches season two or they watch the beginning of season two and then that's it just to see maybe they left season one on a cliffhanger um hopefully it's nothing like that that it still you know gets the the viewership uh as it has you know with the first couple episodes it's going to be interesting to see how they finish it off because you don't want to end up my favorite example is homeland which was only supposed to be a, a one season little mini series which has just ended, I think, last this year or last year. And um, you could tell, and th they got renewed for a second season, or they added a second season with three episodes left in the season, or they had recorded, they had already finished filming nine and editing, and there was three more, and it was supposed to be finite ending done, and it ended up going to the next level. Had to change the whole thing. They yeah. changed it, and it just didn't make any sense. Um, so we're going to see, 
well, they could bail. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, the next two things real quick. So they had the um, Pokemon had their 25th anniversary. They did a bunch of stuff. They had the virtual Post Malone concert, and they announced two different things. They um, they announced the uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remake, and then they offer a, a thing called um, uh, Pokemon Legends announces a new open world Pokemon game that's basically supposed to be something similar to Sword and Shield, I believe, but you're just basically it's wide open. You're running around doing stuff. So we needed to mention that. Um, and then next, and there's my dogs barking in the background just for security, you know, great security. Um, next, we have Hugh. So I guess there's a Dungeons and Dragons movie coming out, and Hugh Grant is cast in the lead. And I was just kind of like, that's just kind of that's 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 weird, you know, not crazy right. weird, but and, and that's like, and that's someone you haven't heard of in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when's the when's the last time we heard of, from Hugh Grant? I don't know. Didn't he have like a kind of scandal there a little bit? Oh, that was nothing. That was nothing. That was that was something that ended up being a nothing burger. I know that for a fact because um, it, it was it was something that was nothing. He had some sort of affair with a I think a prostitute or something in a car. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was um it was one of those, but. Nothing really happened after that. Um, but this would be interesting to see. Dungeons and Dragons, good concept. I think they need to get Vin Diesel in it because Vin Diesel's a huge nerd and loves Dungeons and Dragons. So see what happens there. Um, we're kind of going rapid fire because we're going long tonight. Um, next. So Halo, there is a series that's been in the works. It was through it was through Showtime. And I don't think either it's not going well for them or they're trying to add something to the um uh paramount network so it's going to come out on paramount plus uh next year yeah so 2022 hopefully um so we'll see how they do with that especially with halo infinite maybe they're going to release at the same time or somewhere close we don't know they have no real details on that one um guardians of the galaxy volume 3 is supposed to begin filming this year according to james gunn so that's a positive, and they're probably going to do the volume three, and um, they're probably going to do it right after they finish doing the holiday special that's supposed to come out this year. So it's probably going to be back to back with that. Yeah. Um, and then one that was pretty cool. So Pixar Soul won a Golden Globe for best animated feature, feature and best original score. Which I mean, it's Pixar. You know, they're gonna they're gonna be they're they're gonna be in the running every single time because it's Pixar. They always win something when the movie's out. I don't yep. think I don't know in the last. I mean, they got snubbed on Toy Story four, but that was kind of like they're like, yeah, this is the last hurrah because they've been you know popular for so long. Yeah. Um, and then the last two that are a generic pile, which this one isn't generic, but it's part of the generic pile. Fifty percent of Disney Plus subscribers are adults with no kids, which just shows a lot to you, especially um, how big and how fast it grew with co- a quarantine. So, you know, cheers well, to all of you with no kids. Well, and I mean, I mean, that's me and the wife, but I mean, with having that whole, you know, vault of films at your fingertips, I mm-hmm. mean, what was it? Snow White was done in, what, 1932? So, I mean, you could have, I mean, adult, you don't just think of 18, I mean, it is 18 plus, but I mean, that could be somebody in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 70s, 80s, right? you know, any of that where it's like, oh, home, wait, 
uh, I don't have to get up and pop this DVD in or a VHS in or, you know, shoot, play this soundtrack on a record or, you know, any of that. I could just look at it, uh, you know, at, at my fingertips and pause and play. And, oh, when I'm done, I just exit out of it. So, I mean, it's I think it's more the nostalgia factor, but it is interesting that it, <laughs> half of them are adults with with no kids. Yeah, it, it, it's the nostalgia thing can be big. So, yeah, um, we're gonna um, we're gonna see what happens with the future of it because they're gonna they're gonna get even bigger. And right. the last thing we have is Universal Orlando evaluating future of Seuss Landing at Islands of Adventure. Now, I want to say this right now. I don't have an opinion on this. Um, I've heard about what was in the books that they're not gonna not gonna publish anymore, and um, and not not the greatest stuff. Uh, it, yeah. It's actually fairly bad what's in it. And um, Dr. Seuss's daughter has come out and said that if he was still alive, he would want the same thing to happen because he evolved and changed as he got older. And um, they're not – the publisher is not doing this. The actual family has a foundation that controls his books, and they're no longer going to allow those to be put in print. So this isn't something that's like someone came out and said these books are racist or these books are, are, are bad. They found they they evaluate the books and you know they're doing the same thing Disney did. We're evaluating some of the shows that were not appropriate for this time. So yep. that's all they're doing. Universal probably has to put out a statement because now everyone's saying, "Oh, Dr. Seuss is racist." So they're probably just saying that right now. Um, but you know, there's a lot of books that have helped a lot of people. I know my grandpa who passed away, you know, a couple years ago. He used stuff like Sesame Street and Dr. Seuss to learn how to learn learn English. So um, I know it's not all bad. Uh, but you know, we'll see what the future entails for Universal Orlando. Um, you know, and, and and with it, there really wasn't the the racist aspects of the books. Wasn't really there was, I think, a few things in Seuss Landing, um, but there, it wasn't like oh, every single aspect that was racist in those six books were out there. Um, right. Right. It was it was only a couple things on it, and it was um, a character because it's a character in, in the book. The kids don't know because the kids probably haven't even read the book or um, whatnot. And they also pulled the books from um, their the the store as well. The, those I think it's six books. Um, yeah, that and portrayed I, I'm it. Okay with that. I don't. Yeah, I no, don't that's... think anything about it. I think personally, um, you know, when when you're dealing with something in the, of this nature, that is just a fact of, you know, the one book they were removing was written in 1936. I would say, and the thing is, was a very different time. Exactly, and, and with, with anything, whether it's Disney, Universal, these authors um, from stuff that was written. I mean, most most of the people that have written it or or did it have passed away because they. They were older when they wrote it, and you know now it's 40, 50, 60 years later. So, I mean, yeah. unless they're 120 years old, they're going to pass away, or they're not in the right mental state to even talk about it. But exactly. that's like anything you write about the times. You pull from your, your times or your history, and that's what was going on at that point in time. Right. I mean, you know, it was appropriate to have slaves whether it was good or not but that's that's, that's what that's happened. what that's what and, it was and apparently from what i've read um you know some of it is pretty bad what's going on in the books itself so you know it 
it is it is what it is but you know universal yeah. has to universal has to do something because if they don't you know it's, it's gonna be worse correct yep. so um yeah so that's it for that we're gonna go to our dizzy pile which we're gonna run run through it just because i don't want to go too long but i get you know there so um Tim, take away the first item that we have to talk about on this joyous day. Right. Well, um, the graduation ear hat has now come out for the graduates of 2021 or who will be graduating, hopefully. Um, So that has come out at Walt Disney World. So and I don't know if it said if I'm I'm assuming it's going to be at Shop Disney as well. Um, probably but, but the article that i saw was at walt disney world where you get a physical ear at walt disney world yeah i i have a feeling that it's going to be because but usually they do a limited amount on shop disney just yeah. to make it kind of more exclusive i believe so yeah. i mean we'll see what happens on that no nope. and next yeah. exactly next this one is actually so well, the next kind of, two kind of go the next together. Two are together. So Walt yeah. Disney World updates face mask policy for restaurants to require guests to wear a mask even at their table, and then right below it says World is, is they're not enforcing it. So usually what happens is they um, they will kind of slowly start bringing it into effect. Um, I don't so, know. <laughs> And the weird thing that I saw is on the article because they had people that have gone to Walt Disney World and on the app, it has the updated face mask policy for restaurants. But right. once you get to the restaurant, there's no updated signage. There's nothing there physically at the restaurant that says um, mm-hmm. basically, uh, you know, once you get to your table and sit down, then you could take your face mask off and once you if you get up and go to the bathroom put it on and if you get up and leave you put it on but as you're sitting down at the table you can take it off and uh it kind of i guess popped up overnight and wasn't really a big deal and everybody i mean everyone's so used to okay i gotta put a face mask on but as soon as i'm sitting down i could take it off like anything you know before you could drink and walk around you know pretending and they changed that they and made then sure, it was they made nope, sure you couldn't you, do that you yeah know? you got to be stationary so with it i mean like i said there were still people there with with their face masks off the whole whole time um as soon as they sat down uh and even you know drinking and, and eating with it off obviously as well but it was funny because the one article said oh new face mask policy you gotta have it at your table basically unless you're actively eating or drinking and then the very next article is yeah but they're, you know, we checked it out and they're not enforcing it at, at all. So now so, since you are going to Disney World, hopefully. Um, hopefully fairly soon, would this affect like, let's say, for instance, this came out right before you were booking. Would this affect your decision to go or not? No, you got to wear the mask already. I mean, so for me personally, so the wife flat out said somebody was like, why are you guys going on a trip to this town? Because this town's so restrictive. And she's like, I wear a mask nine hours a day. Right. She's like, do you think that it's going to make a difference whether I'm out and about or I'm, I'm at work? You know, and, we're and, take, and, you know, and most time to go on a trip is just to get out of the town that you're in, out of the house, just to be yep. outside. Yeah, I could walk around the block, but I, I'm still at my house. I want to be somewhere where I don't know anybody. My neighbors can't, you know 
wave at wave at me or you know or selling cars yeah. across the street or whatnot so yeah exactly so but, I mean, we'll see we'll see how people react because you know and like you I, said it could be a slow rollout by disney too hey let's put it on the app nobody's probably going to notice it that much there then maybe start putting signage up and hey you know we suggest that you do this and then maybe it's Oh no, we are doing it, and who knows? By the time that comes, maybe their um, cases are so far down that it's like, hey, you know, you don't. It, it's it's I even mean, that is a that is a possibility because people do fail to forget that sometimes they put these plans into place, and then all of a sudden things change, and yep, you know, it's it, all different by the time you get to get to it. Yep, no, it, it, exactly. So, well, we'll see. And hopefully Tim um, gets to go because that would be cool to get some insight from there. Um, right. I didn't we see this. Do, so... We could do a podcast live from the park. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or um, I could. You could. We could report live <laughs> from there. So WandaVision has a Frappuccino at Disneyland. What is this? So I just saw it pop up. I didn't even know anything about it until I was just scrolling through. It's a green tea Frappuccino with strawberry puree. You mm-hmm. get it in multiple sizes, and um, it's basically – oh, did I not put it in there? Oh, it resembles the hue of Wanda's powers, so that's why all So it has, like, a red hue to it. Wanda, okay. Yeah, 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 for the, the strawberry puree. So, But I guess they, you know, from what I saw is it uh supposed to be pretty good with the, with the green tea frappuccino and, and the strawberries on it. So, actually, the – the way they made it, uh, or the way they make it, there was a picture of it, and it does. It looks pretty cool. Well, that makes me excited to go try and maybe get it. Who knows? Well, between that one and the next one, I'm excited about this one right here. So the next one is the Cinetopia Cinnamon Bun Ice Cream from Salt and Straw becomes a favorite in downtown Disney. That sounds good. Cinetopia Cinnamon Dude. Bun Ice Cream. So it's a cinnamon bun ice cream. Yes, listen to this. You thought it was good on that description. Wait till you get it. So the only thing is, is one scoop's going to cost you over six bucks. So it's six dollars and twenty five cents. But if you ever been to a Salt and Straw or um, have seen anything, it's you know it's kind of like a, a microbrewery, but more for more so for ice cream, and they have all right. these um, unique flavors. But with doing that, it's going to cost you. So. Um, let me just read just a couple sentences here. The cinnamon base is perfect, very smooth with a soft and subtle vanilla taste. The cinnamon flavor is not too strong as the vanilla helps balance it out. Actual pieces of cinnamon roll are scattered throughout the, these, throughout the ice cream. These bites are somewhat chewy and very rich. You could taste the accents of cinnamon roll icing on the pieces as well. So you get chunks of cinnamon roll. Actual cinnamon roll. That's yes. awesome. Yes, that that's is really awesome. I saw that and I just kept I just reread the article and my mouth was just watering cuz if you like you know cinnamon or or a cinnamon bun and now you put that in ice cream flavor that's going to and the best thing is is I guess on the day that the person got it in the article it was warm so it started to melt so then it becomes kind of like a milkshake. Dude, that's <laughs> almost even better. That sounds pretty awesome. That, right? that now that's something though that's worth just going down there to get just that for. Yep. Oh yeah. Exactly. Man. Um. And said, 
Okay, so um, this actually happened today. So these both things. So the yeah. the event was called A Touch of Disney. That was the food festival. I mean, I don't even know what you want to call it. It's a festival slash. Um, <laughs> it like replaces the 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 wine fest, food and wine. Food and wine festival. Yes, California Adventure. Um. So yeah, it replaces that, and uh, they sold out super quick. Like I've heard people that. They got in the queue and they had to sit in the queue for five hours before they could yep. buy the tickets. Yep. Um, so basically, if you're a legacy pass holder, you're going to get a special photo op and magnet, which I heard there's magnets showing up in the stores now where you can buy them for your, like, instead of having the Mickey ears the or the annual pass yep. holder, the AP one, you get that instead. And it looks um, awesome. It they does look awesome. With it. I will agree with that. And then, so you'll get one special like that. And they've extended it two weeks because it was so popular. And That's mind insane. you, the tickets came out on sale this morning. Yes. So by basically, not even this afternoon, by like noon, they had already extended it for two weeks. Yep. So I haven't seen anything recently if they extended it again or if these two weeks were out, um, uh, sold out quickly as well. But I mean... If they are extended it two weeks, it's probably just going to be okay. Another two weeks, another two weeks until if it keeps selling out, keep doing it. Why not? Um, yeah. Until you possibly see that there's going to be an opening date uh, for it. But even if there is an opening date for the parks, you're still going to be at 25% capacity. Okay, well now, uh, you know you, you could uh, have the rights open now and get more more people in there because i'm sure this event doesn't uh i, I don't know maybe it'll be 25 percent capacity but i doubt it because that's a lot of people in a small area um exactly. not, have, not having the whole park open but uh yeah if it keeps selling out why not and i mean i would it's a, i would it's, assume it's i would assume they would keep going for, for what it. you get it really yeah. only costs you 25 but i mean it's 75 but you get 25 dollar gift card uh and you get parking free, which is 20 bucks. So it really costs you what, like 30 bucks. I mean, even if it was 50 bucks and you had to pay for parking, I think people would still do it. I, I think so. And I think the big thing about the whole deal is, you know, people are stoked because of just the pure excitement of being able to go in. Now what they're doing though is, is I know people are mad about this is if you want to go in there and you don't have a reservation, that's where people are starting to get mad because you have to have a reservation in order to go into the parks so to get a restaurant. But if you don't have a pass, you can't get in. So you have to have a pass and everything else to get in. Yeah. Which, so, I mean, that's that's I mean, that's how it's going to be because it's not the restaurants or anything are are uh, are for the touch of Disney in California Adventure, they're not for just right. for before it was just Buena Vista Street. Right. So, right. And I guess that's that. what <laughs> yeah. Because that's what people did when well Disney World first opened in the reservation system. It's like, okay, well, I have a reservation at Epcot, uh, or I got uh to get into Epcot, but I have a dinner reservation at Magic Kingdom. Well, before I believe right. all you had to do is just show them, hey, I got a reservation and they'd let you in. Or now it was like, okay, timeout, we can't really we don't know what people are, are doing what, and it was an easy way to quote unquote park hop. Um, right. But so then they said, Nope, you know, you got to have, 
a ticket to get a reservation to get into the park and for the restaurant you can't just um you know have it one place and then come come here so i mean which is it's, something it's that smart. you're gonna it's smart. you're gonna have to do yeah i mean it's it's pretty it's pretty smart i'm not gonna lie yeah and they i mean basically what it is is they've learned from their mistakes because they've never done have been in this type of situation before where now it's Correct. like oh, oh wait we know and disney's not dumb especially everyone that posts stuff on the internet on twitter or whatnot i mean they probably have a team at least one person if not a team of people that are like okay hey what's going through this or people want to unwind oh hey this person's doing that hey you might want to look at this because um they're getting to epcot and then coming over here for dinner reservations at magic kingdom and just hanging out so uh that is yeah. something, yeah, that, yeah, we'll, we'll see how they respond to everything because things change so much. Like we've been talking this whole time, things change frequently and yeah. you never know. They halfway through this, they could be get approval to where they can be open. And then all of a sudden they're going to be like, oh well, yeah, that you leads know, you right to this. the next one. Yes, it does. So Orange County case rate drop makes the land reopening seem hopeful for summer of this year. And they are making adjustments to everything too, aren't they? Adjustments as in? Like they keep having the, the city people coming in and saying, yeah, we, we can do this. We can do that. We'll make it work kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And the, the LA County has, I think, reported on the previous episode or two episodes where they were going to vote uh, – to move them up to the tier three instead of tier four opening uh, that right. did get unanimous, unanimously approved. So even, and that's LA County. So they're, or LA County, LA. I don't know if that covers orange County or the whole area, greater LA area. No, Anyways, no orange County and LA County are separate. No, I know that, but on this, uh, on the LA, I don't know what exactly it was, if it was the city council or, or how far it covers um, on I'm it, pretty but... sure. I'm pretty sure that one was um, just Orange County, but I think there are some stipulations that do deal with. Because um, if it's LA County, then it would only just affect Universal, right? So I believe there is there is the ability that basically basically some weird thingy with the counties nearby and it needs to be something similar like you, you they yeah. have to check everything out surrounding yeah. counties or whatnot correct <laughs> so but uh with that i mean i've been looking at not only my own counties which has been going down which is fantastic um but as far as orange county as well because i finally found a good dashboard to to look at that wasn't really convoluted or had too many numbers on it uh, and theirs has been going down as well. Actually, their per hundred thousand rate is less than the county that that I'm in, and they're a bigger county than than ours, um, a more populated county. So that's great. The only uh, so there's when I looked this morning, there was three of because I think it's four have to mm -hmm. be you know in this in the same tier. Correct. Three of the four were in tier three. I'm sorry, tier. Oh wait, is one the worst or is one the best? Does it go four, three, two, one? I think four is the highest. And then yeah, four is the down. highest. So one would be like one per hundred thousand or zero. Right. Like one's the best one to be in. Okay. <clears throat> so three of the four 
were in tier three and the you know x amount per hundred thousand was in tier four but okay. it it was like one or two people like i think it needed to be like seven or less or six or less for tier three and it was okay. like at seven or eight per hundred thousand but trending down um and the other ones which is positive test rate and uh oh what the heck was the other one i, I can't remember what it was but uh was was trending down uh, and those have been in tier three for I think this past week. So okay. it's it's that looking good sense. for for uh, Orange County, and you don't hear of any you know the spike or anything like that or second wave coming, especially with um, you know the rollouts of the vaccinations and them keep keep coming in and getting uh, everyone vaccinated. So it's good good to hear down in uh, in Orange County, and hopeful that Disney can can open um, sooner rather than later. And with the way the numbers are, I mean, it definitely could be summer. I just hope it kind of keeps going down and doesn't kind of stall like right before they could get into that, that yeah. tier that they need to be in. And with anything, that's, you have to be in that get, tier That's where you get two worried. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, we'll see what not, happens. It, if not, we could go down crossed. there and get our, our Cinnabon uh, ice cream. <laughs> and just and just stand at the front gates and sit there just and do get, like just get there it? and pretend oh. pretend like we're enjoying it. Right. That payless commercial where they're standing out in front says open, open, open. We could just exactly. sit there and do that. Wasn't that Mervin's? Mervin's Payless. I don't think they're both not in business anymore, so <laughs> they are both closed. Right. So that does uh that makes me a little bit sad because we used to go to those places all the time. So right. it's a little depressing. Thanks, Tim, for just ruining the mood. Way to go. I do. Yeah. Um, I mean, but well, there still well, is a blo- one blockbuster open, so you can still go there. You got to go to Oregon, but it's still there open. There is one blockbuster open. It is <laughs> in Oregon. Having, and, and they're they having turned slumber parties. Yes. It's, they've turned it into a, uh, 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 Airbnb. Yep. So you can go there and stay there. So that is kind of, you know, kind of cool. A little bit. There you go. We should do it. So, well, that is it for this week's podcast. We want to thank you all for dealing with the interruptions and technical difficulties that we've had going on this entire time. Um, I want to thank you all for listening. I want to say, uh, you know, again, just think of Connor, Connor, and uh, think of Justin who did hurt himself pretty bad, and um, he's on the road to recovery. But if you guys want to check out, like I said, ConCon's Cantina on Facebook, uh, the YouTube, everything. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. Um, we'll, we'll get them through this and hopefully, you know, people can help support them because, uh, they're going to need it, especially if he's probably gonna be out of work for a minute. Cause he got, he, he, he did a, he, he did a doozy, he did a doozy. So, um, I, again, I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching our YouTube and checking out our TikTok, all that good stuff. And then uh, make sure you go to our link tree, L I N K T R dot E E slash FOMO cast gaming, where you can get all of this information that we have here for you. Um, and it has our YouTube, Facebook, you name it. We are there. So uh, for the FOMO cast, I am Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you next time.